In 2024, Kenosha will be electing a new mayor for the first time since 2016. Did you know that for the past 31 years, Kenosha's only had two mayors? We have new options available in 2024, and how well do you know these mayoral candidates? The primary election in Kenosha is in February, and K-Town Connects is organizing a very special event where all of Kenosha can get to know these candidates and make an informed decision of where your vote should go. Jason and I don't know much about politics, so we got someone who does. This event will be moderated by WIP's very own Pete Sarzen. Come out to the Rhodey Center for the Arts in downtown Kenosha on Sunday, February 4th at 2 p.m. Admission is a $2 suggested donation to the Rhodey Center. Know your vote, 2024. Find more details on ktownconnects.com. One, two, one, two, three. Does that help? Wait, wait for the motorcycle like, now. I was going to nail it that time, too. <laughs> Aaron Hunzinger of AH Did It is a local industrial artist who specializes in lighting creations, custom furniture, and much more. Each piece he creates is a one-of-a-kind, guaranteed to never be duplicated, and is handcrafted with extensive care and imagination. No project is too big or small. For more, find Aaron on social media under AH Did It. That's all one word. Every Friday, get on down to Union Park Tavern, 4528th Avenue, for their famous Friday Fish Fry, voted best in Kenosha for over the last decade. But that's not all, Donnie. Union Park Tavern serves up great food every day, including their 9 a.m. weekend brunches. They also offer plenty of entertainment, live music, trivia night, karaoke night, and more. Be sure to check out that fabulous beer garden. That's Union Park Tavern, 4520 8th Avenue. On this episode of the Kate Talking X podcast, we chatted up with the hardest working man in show business, the radio business. We welcome the local living radio legend from WLIP AM 1050, the one and only Pete Sarzant. Cue that music! Hello there, listeners. K-Town Connects is back. After our little summer break, we come back here to finish up season 26. I believe it's season 5, oh, but okay. it seems okay. like it's season 26. <laughs> okay. Jeez, the way we're, we're not The Simpsons, here. all right? No, no, we are not. No, we are not. <laughs> but we are K-Town Connects. I am Jason. With me here is... Hey, it's Donnie. We missed you guys out there in listener land. Podcast land? Yeah, I almost said Lenny land, but... Hmm, wrong guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, but today our guest here, we've been kind of looking forward to getting him on. We've been talking about it for years, yeah, but have. he's worked a kind of an odd shift where he wasn't available to be on when we record, but that changed and we got him here today. Very exciting. I yeah. can't wait to dig deep. Where are we at here, Donnie? Uh, we're here at Luigi's Pizza Kitchen, located at 7531 39th Avenue. They're open Tuesday through Sunday, so give them a call at 262-694-6565. Check out their full menu and order online at LuigiPizzaKenosha.com. And, and you know what Donnie always says. Order those pizza pies. That's right. I'd like to give special thanks to Dropping Daisies for recording that awesome theme song we got. I mean, I haven't heard that all summer, and it is still rock oh man hits me Pete, right in the that, field that was a good one huh that i saw was. you tapping your foot a little yeah, bit absolutely. yeah though your hand was doing over the ta- under the table <laughs> well thank you dropping daisies <laughs> for that great kate heard it's number one in the song. charts and number one in our hearts <laughs> so don't you ever forget that what are we drinking today donnie uh, we are drinking some public craft brewing company beer that's right i have a uh, a new limited edition seasonal beer the scaramel apple sour ale Ooh, uh, it is fantastic, by the way. It's sweet, but not too sweet. Mm -hmm. Matt down there at Public Craft does a great job. That's Public Craft at 628 58th Street. 
Find their full menu at publiccraftbrewing.com. They're open seven days a week now, Donnie. Wow. Yeah. They got a great food menu there as well, along with all that great craft beer. And now they got the TVs there. They got like wine and spirits now, mm-hmm. too. So if you, you know, have someone in, that doesn't like to drink the beers and wants to have like a wine or something, bring them down to public. Yeah, and... get on down to downtown Kenosha and enjoy yeah. the great fun at Public Craft Brewing Company. For sure. And say hi to Matt for us. Yes. Tell them K-Town Connect Sunday. Yeah, please, because we want this this beer next season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good gig we got going on. Uh, who do we got here in the studio today? Well, today we're talking to WLIP's own Pete Zarzant. Hey, Pete, welcome to the show. Uh, hey, thank you guys for having me on the show. I'm really honored to be here. Really cool to be in this space, too, because <laughs> I got a lot of memories <laughs> in this restaurant. In this it's room. a very fancy recording studio we yeah, have Yeah, it's good, though. I like spaces that have changed a little since I was young. <laughs> yeah, I feel like very I'm little, going yes. home a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we got going in here. That's the vibe. Yeah, you can just say. you can just smell the that uh, ravioli in here, the, the, the sauce. Well, it's easier to get someone to come to Luigi's record a podcast and like tell them to come to our basement or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> come around to the back of the house. We'll be there. Don't worry about it. Uh, Pete, I think you're the first one to say, oh, we, we can't make a, a pizza? We can't turn on the oven? Uh, I, I You know, that's too bad. <laughs> I was thinking on the way over here, I go, boy, I just had Luigi's pizza last night. <laughs> so, oh, all right. Too wise. <laughs> you know, it's a couple mm. days in a row. Although... I could probably get used oh, to yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great pizza at Luigi's. Delicious. It Best in really town. It really is. So you can find their menu at luigispizzacanocci.com, which we already said that, but it doesn't help to plug them again. Yeah, I mean, they give us this beautiful space here. To I don't record. think they know we're still here. I don't think. I, we, were, <laughs> we weren't even sure our key was going to work because we haven't been here in so long. All right, Pete, let's Let's get to know you a little bit in this first segment. Okay. So you are a lifelong Kenosian. I was born and raised. Born in the old St. Cat, like the old part of the old St. Catherine. Oh, the old part. Okay. Over there by the band show. Yeah, exactly. And Mm. it's sadly no longer there. But my mom worked at that St. Catherine. So as a little kid, you know, when I would visit her at work or she'd have to drop in, I could explore the place. And to me, that would seem like an incredibly ancient building from the early 20th century. (laughs) Right, right. But no sense. Same with... um, I went to a wedding at Kemper Center as a kid, and I went, wow, 1910. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's wow. ancient. It's like, a, it's, yeah. like, it's like going to an old castle exactly, or something. Exactly, exactly. So uh, born and raised North Side, Bowes Elementary, John Bullen Middle School, Ooh. Mary D. Bradford. Mm. So when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? So I know it's going to sound cliche to say I wanted to be on the radio, but my dad always listened to talk radio, Mm -hmm. and I always thought, boy, that would be a really cool job to do. I was probably the only kid listening to AM radio, (laughs) then or now. Uh, But I know with like WTMJ in the morning, they would get to their weather forecast by like 7.12. And I knew if I was not out of the bathroom and getting dressed by that weather forecast, uh, yeah. I was in trouble. So like already my brain was starting to kind of work in rhythm with that. And wow. to this day, when my weather forecast hits at about 7.12, I go, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a tradition I kept alive. <laughs> hmm. So, we, I mean, here in Kenosha, we're lucky we get, like, radio stations from all over. Right. Were you more of a Chicago radio or Milwaukee radio guy when you were So, I'd probably go back and forth between the yeah. two because one of the things that listening to sports on the radio, I would stick around for some of the other content. And I got this wise idea as, like, a teenager say, I want to listen to pick a few stations and listen to 24 straight hours. Oh. Which Ooh. would get a little difficult in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then the next day because it would be kind of tired. So, I don't know if the guy stayed up completely 24 hours straight, but I made the attempt to do mm. it. And I did that with a couple of different ones. I mean, Chicago has probably the bigger market sound. They had the sports talk more established yeah, yeah. earlier on than Milwaukee did. So, so you tried to stay up 24 hours listening, just listening to radio? Listening to radio, yeah. Were you like playing video games or anything or doing anything else or just kind of... Trying to stay awake. Wow. And yet laying in bed probably was not a good combination. Huh. Did you call the radio station and let them know you were doing this? You know, no, no, I didn't. I only t- called into a radio station one time before really? I was in and it was a nationally syndicated yet i'm very sure low-rated sports talk station (laughs) on the third sports talk station in chicago which was daytime only (laughs) and uh, i waited on hold for like an hour (laughs) (laughs) and the producer came on and he says yeah i don't know why he didn't put you on probably because they're waiting me out but i got my 10 to 20 seconds on the air what did you ask what did you ask so there was a player for the vikings who had died in training camp from i think heat stroke or something oh yeah yeah and i don't know why i felt the need to 
comment on or what exactly mm-hmm. burning thing I had to say. <laughs> but I did it. And I was probably too shy to do it more than that. Which yeah. Were they nice to you or mean to you? Oh, they were, they were nice, oh, but okay. I could tell, you know, they're trying to shuffle this high-voiced <laughs> kid off. Yeah, let's get a nice high one. Let's get through them. What was the show? James, you, you can you can say these. It uh, was it was uh, the Jay Mariotti show. Jay Mariotti. Oh, yeah, good old. Was, oh, good old boy, Chicago hates him now. Yeah, they do. They hated him at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now he's like canceled. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, he was good on Around the Horn back in the day. Though, yeah, I mean, you've got to have some of that that sandpaper quality yeah. to get people to react. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, he put you on. That's cool. Though. He did. Yeah, yeah, I should be eternally grateful. Hmm. Was he was on ESPN at the time? It was Sporting was News it? Radio, oh, sport which was bought right. out by... CBS, oh, okay. like it's CBS Radio now. Mm, okay. All right, let's get back to you growing up here in Kenosha. So you went to Bradford. I did. That's where you went to high school. Yeah. So what was your first job? Uh, delivering papers for the Kenosha News. Mm, okay. Ooh, the Kenosha News. Kenosha News. Big was, tippers out there. Um, especially around Christmas time. <laughs> Food, cash, <Nice>. nutcracker, <laughs> cracker, <laughs> whatever it was. Nutcracker, nutcracker. <laughs> So um, were you old enough that you had to go collect the money from the people? So they, so it was great. They had to just send in their money. Okay, I'd okay. Invoice oh. them, and I didn't have to collect anything. Uh, I did it with my dad until I could drive, and then mm-hmm. we did it every other day. And then my dad's like, eh, "I'm not getting up early no, anymore." I did same, it for another year, uh, so it overlapped with like my first year in radio. Oh wow! Um, so it was kind of a smooth transition from one media. Well, yeah, every another. time you did it, it was the morning paper. It was, yeah, yeah. I started in the in December of two thousand, okay. and there had been just a terrific blizzard, uh, <laughs> and like there were newspaper tubes I didn't find till spring. <laughs> that first, that first winter, and my dad's going, "Why didn't they call and say anything? Yeah. Five months and to get a newspaper? What are they doing? <laughs> you know." So I don't people just mean to or whatever the case <laughs> is, but uh, it was a good experience because taught me how to get up early. Yeah, yeah. Taught me how to function on little sleep. <laughs> you know, do a minimum amount of customer service. Yeah. You don't really have to see the customers too much. And but, you got to read all the local news. And I got the comics on Saturday. There you go. And see? I have to wait till Sunday morning. Oh, you got them early, was, huh? Yeah, we oh. got that half of the paper Saturday afternoon. And then you get the front part. This isn't this way anymore. But yeah. at that time, they had enough sections and ads and all that. They had been two deliveries. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, on Saturday and Sunday. Huh, okay. So was that your only real job then? That was, yeah. You just that, did that, huh? I guess that's And that was pretty cool, because since it was in the morning, I had the, basically the rest of the day. Oh, you want to go to the game? Sure, um, you know. Or you want to go sleep at the Metallica? Sure. <laughs> oh, that's a, wait, that's a story that didn't oh, make this Oh, you got to be a Patreon to support here, that story. Got to go get the Patreon yeah, again. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, on the one hand, it was like, okay, Thanksgiving morning, Christmas Eve. You used to get Christmas Day off unless it was Sunday. Oh, okay. All right. So we got like the one day. <laughs> wow. But, but yeah, you learn responsibility that way. So did, I guess that was good. Did you ever just want to work your way up from being a delivery boy in the Kenosha News, work in the, in the office? Yeah, I never, never no? considered it, actually. I never hmm. thought about newspaper journalism. Hmm. Um, that's an interesting point. Hmm. I always thought about radio because I would be delivering with the, with the radio on. Right? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Listen to the radio while you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Okay. That really helped that whole 24-hour listening. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, Pete. So when you were in high school, you kind of had the dream about being on the radio. That was kind of your thing, right? Yeah. So were you already kind of planning on that? Like, uh, I, had not, I had not a blessed clue on how to make that happen yeah? in high school. Okay. Aspirational. Um, but I did get on the air by my senior year kind of by accident because my my – if I had him for geography or economics at that time, I had him for both eventually, but Tom Roder, so I'm still on the air with oh. doing high school football. <laughs> um, he needed a fill in that night, somebody to do the game with him. So he came in, and I was in my psych or social class during announcement. He goes, I gotta talk to you. <laughs> I said, oh, what did I do? But anyway, so I got on the air that night, and I had not no idea what was taught. We did a Shoreland. So football you're, in, game, I think. you're in high school? Senior in high school. How, why did he pick you? Because he knew what kind of I wanted to be in radio. Okay, so you kind of you kind of let, let him know. Yeah, that here's part. your chance, kid. Yeah, don't blow it. Pretty much, and I don't know that I blew it, but I don't think I was that. I was that good. Well, see uh, another voice in there, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, and I didn't have to do play by play or anything. I just tried to chime in, mm. see what I saw. Do you have a recording of it? I don't. Oh, all right. I don't Come know on, if one we exists. We gotta dig one of these up. I do have I do have recordings from like my early years. I, but I can do a recreation for you. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, I'm on the radio. <laughs> All 
All right, well, I think that's a good time to take our first break, and we'll be right back to get more on uh, Pete and when he got on the radio, and more and more and more. More Pete, more Pete, more Pete. Does your business need a little extra attention? Do you want to grow your impact and your bottom line? Do you want to be heard? Well, let out a roar and contact Gary Schneeberger of Roar. The Roar team has over 30 years of experience creating effective and strong content that will help you reach your goals with boldness, engagement, and inspiration. Want to learn more? Visit weroar.la. Hey, Jason, you thirsty? Hell yeah. Well, get on down to Lucci's Grandview, 6929 39th Avenue, and grab yourself a cold drink and some great conversation. This family-owned bar will serve you up some great memories. Follow them on Facebook for their great upcoming specials and events. That's Lucci's Grandview, 6929 39th Avenue. And we're back from that break. Yes, we are back from that break. And, and it's going to go on a t-shirt. And what a break that was. Uh, trying to get this catchphrase going <laughs> on t-shirts. <laughs> How's that going for you? Well, 112 episodes in, it's not catching on. Mm. Maybe you should move on to something else. How about order those pizza pies? Well, I could see that on a t-shirt. That right? was on a t-shirt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Courtesy of the car box. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, they Scott. made your own t-shirt. Yeah. Mm. Too bad it was two sizes too small for you. I forgot what I did with that. We gave it away to somebody. Oh, yeah, some random yeah. raffle. Yeah. You, you couldn't fit into it. No. I definitely wasn't going to fit into it. So. Huh. Well, thank you, Scott from Carbox. Appreciate that. But we are here with Pete from WLIP. And last time we were talking, we uh, he was just getting out of high school. He was kind of dipping his feet into the, the radio broadcasting world. That was kind of what his dream was. Pete, you're graduating from Bradford. Yes. You got your cap on. What's your plan? Uh, no plan. Um, <laughs> so this could, we could really go off on a tangent here in another story, but I just kind of chafed it when they said, well, college and get your scholarships and you got to go to a four-year school. And you know, none of that really didn't intrigue really yeah and and i know i've talked to high school counselors since then or said yeah we do a better job of saying hey what about this or what about that instead of just that four year pipeline but i want to get on that tangent necessarily (laughs) so i I graduated i took a little vacation we went to italy it was kind of a post-school school school trip cool cool. so that was cool and then i remember that summer doing my paper route and spending a lot of time watching family feud and, <laughs> and going, you know, I'm going to have, and I got to like July and I go, you know, <laughs> probably gonna have to figure this out. I can't be a paper boy yeah, forever. I can't be a paper boy forever. Um, <laughs> well, I'll try this radio broadcasting thing. And I, and gateway technical college did have a long standing radio program, radio broadcasting program that I didn't realize was probably two or three years from extinction. At that point. <laughs> that's, that's when I went. I yeah. went there as well. And I was like, Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. Well, and, uh, and I mean, it, look, it was fine. You got out of it what you put into it. I, there's things I learned that I use. So mm-hmm. the program itself was fine. But I did it for, I, I stuck with it for like two years until they're like, hey, you know, we're done with this radio mm-hmm. broadcasting program. But um, I did it for like the first week, and I said, I got it figure out getting into a station it's like i know i'm supposed to do four semesters and then <laughs> an internship and then, you know yeah. and so i was 18 just two or three months out of high school whatever yeah. it was and the aforementioned tom Roters, and i go look if you hear anything about internships at wlip yeah you know let me know so i got a call about a week later wow and uh i was very informal i showed up to a high school football game they were broadcasting i think i put some duct tape on microphone cord (laughs) i remember anything about the game (laughs) i remember um so that was it and then i kept showing up and eventually they're like why don't you come into the office we got some busy work for you to do and i said sure i can i can do busy work (laughs) i remember when i first started coming out on saturday mornings to learn how to run the board uh, you know the audio Mm -hmm. council um there was the very hallowed plant show, Plant Shatter, ah, which I yes. did for a long time with uh, Mr. Lesko from Suburban. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then there was, I think, an auto talk show with Pat Juliana, who's since went on to have a local political career oh, yeah, <laughs> in yeah, city yeah. council. Yeah. And then there was a show, I don't know if he's still around, but Alan Eisenberg would do like a conspiracy show oh. at noon. It would run from noon to two. And this was the first time I ever heard, like, 9-11 conspiracies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was listening to that, and I'm going, what the? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> you know, so that was kind of the caliber of, of the programming. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it was kind of fun, though, because you get exposed to all sorts of different things, and you realize, wow, they let people on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> so they can say anything on the radio. Yeah, you can yeah. say, it's, there's all but those seven words. Everything, yeah, yeah, <laughs> everything yeah. else, you're good. I guess. So, so that was kind of the... It was, eye-opening experience okay. to kind of be thrown into that who kind of took you under your wing there obviously when you're doing the football games but when you're in studio so bill lawrence really did mm-hmm. who i ended up working with for a long time mm-hmm. and we we're Love partners bill. in the morning bill's very dynamic personality <laughs> and uh so he was he had worked in racine and they had uh, infamously laid him off and so mm-hmm. he came back and they gave him ended up saying they were going to help him you know, hey, Bill, help us audition new morning hosts. And they ended up saying, hey, you know what? You're better in all of them, so Bill, you're in. But you also have to work Saturday morning. Uh, so uh, Bill was very happy to train the next generation who could work part-time on Saturday morning. Uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, Bill stories is he was eating uh, spaghetti and meatballs uh, for lunch. We were sitting there, and he goes, Pete, you ever had spaghetti and meatballs? <laughs> I go, Bill, I come from an Italian-American family. <laughs> oh, so never. <laughs> and I went, oh, I get, where this is, I get where this humor is going. So Bill, Bill really did. And um, John Perry, who was my boss for a lot of years, really did. Um, I have a, one of my favorite John Perry stories, and he knows this because I've told this on the air, mm-hmm. much to the chagrin of the antagonist in the story, who I will not name. <laughs> but uh, we were at Tremper doing a high school basketball game. And the nature of the equipment was called a Marty. And it was basically, it would send a microwave signal back to the tower. But you had to have clear signal. So we ran a long cord down this back hallway. And I had it all set up, and I flipped it to transmit, and nothing. Oh, no. So the guy who was doing the games at the time says, well, you know, if John Perry comes out and he changes one thing, you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) So I called John Perry, and he came in, and he had his kids with him, because, you know, he had his kids that day. And he goes, blip, blip. Transmit, boop, there we are. <laughs> so Mr. Antagonist says, ah, you're fired. So I look very hangdog, and John Perry goes, you're not fired. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Who was this? Who said it? <laughs> oh, you should have did that in the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> is he still on the air? No, he is not. Oh, okay, okay. Long gone. All right. Long okay. gone. Long gone so. from the surf? No, from oh, okay. the station. <laughs> and then back for a while and log on again. Oh, okay. Okay. So All you right. can put your own. There we go. Put it together yourself yeah. out there. You rabid WIP fan. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you get your first show? So that was actually at the high school station in Burlington. Because I was a Gateway student, um, Terry Havel, who's still our mm-hmm. music guy on Saturday, he ran the station out there. He goes, you know, I need, I need somebody to do a show for local bands Tuesday nights, 9 o'clock, if you're interested in like, Sure, I'll be on the air. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. That's what for you've a been while. living for. So you've yeah, been... exactly. And it was like the end, the top of the hour thing would end, and there was weather that you had to do at some point. But it was an hour, sixty solid minutes. I could program. Nice. Find the songs I like to play. So there was this locker full of CDs from local bands, which oh, I'm working. But <laughs> I found the best ones. Yeah. You know, regional, more yeah. more than local to Burlington. Yeah. And I, you know, would listen during the week, and I had buddies who were in bands, and they'd give me stuff. Oh, I'd cool. Radio friendly guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me which and, songs I can't play. <laughs> you know, and so from the the Burlington campus to like Highway P, that was rocking Tuesday nights. Oh, right. A couple miles that was, and then I started. Saturday morning, and I kind of probably should ask permission, but I didn't. I just started to crack the mic open, and I would Ooh. back and front sell the oldies that we were playing. Oh. And I just kind of... Was this on WIP? Yeah. When they were just playing I, the old playing music oldies. So I just kind of just started Jump doing that. And then I started to throw together a newscast, and John's like, no, 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 you just can do the music. <laughs> this is okay. That's fair enough. Fair enough. So you just come on, that was Elton John with yeah, Tiny right. Dancer, and it's yeah. 326 out here in Kenosha. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was how, it, how it started, and eventually they needed somebody to fill in, like around the holidays and, and that, and I was willing to do it. But one of the things I tell kids, young people wanting to get into radio is you know, they'll come and they'll sit and they'll go around the table and they'll say, hey, I want to do this, I want to do that. And I go, that's all awesome, guys. Now make sure you're willing to do three other things they ask you and scrub the toilets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, because that is literally yep. how they determine how you whether start. or not you know, yeah. are you going to do it. 
you might think you're the best on-air personality ever, but I got a building full of those guys. They'll get rid of. Like, <laughs> what do you? What else are you? Gonna, yeah, yeah. Are you gonna do? yeah. Pretty much fill in so, when you're asked to. Pretty much. Just, just, yeah. just don't tape the cords down. Yeah, tape the cords down. <laughs> yeah. Sit there on Friday night and play. You know, if there's a remote. Um, I'm pretty sure I had to drive the Will Rock van out to Blarney Island at midnight oh. a couple times <laughs> to, to swap with Duke, Lake Great Duco uh, mm-hmm. from uh, Will Rock. So, uh, and that was the other thing. Like, there's two stations that are, but there's right. four now. But Will Rock is you, you do stuff for them, so you do remotes, um, and then that's like a whole another. Yeah, if someone radio doesn't world. know, it's like. Will WIL 95 and AM 1050 and a few other stations all kind of operate on the same banner in the same building. Right. So they're kind of like brothers, it's, you know, siblings, I would say, right? Yeah, sometimes warring siblings. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it adds a different dimension. And so there are people who just wanted to get into to Will Rock to basically meet bands and go yeah. to concerts and that. So they got to kind of sip through. Talk some rock of and roll and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. But I was never really like, You wanted oh, to be wow. AM. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't... It, I remember picking up the band Saliva mm-hmm. from whatever hotel to bring them in because they were going to perform. And it was basically, I don't... I know... Okay, I know their songs. I'm like, I really don't care. Great. They're guys. <laughs> yeah, you know? they're just people, yeah. Like, I could tell you some of the stories that they were talking about on the back. It's kind of gross, you know? <laughs> but they didn't really understand the whole saliva thing, you know, <laughs> that people want them to do. So, but, and there was another time. I mean, they're just, they're guys. They're just bands. Yeah. So I really didn't care. I, I don't want to say, like, I didn't care, but. They're, they're just people, yeah. It's my people. It's my job. They can be yeah. interesting. They can be jerks. Yeah. You yeah. know, it is what it is. Let me just else. do my job and be done with yeah. it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. But people get really into that. There was another one, um, and he would come in every year, and I would out him, but his name has mercifully slipped out of my brain. <laughs> but his thing was to take a chainsaw and to like destroy things. Oh. And so they got him a wooden stool, and they're, you know, the chainsaw, and he was going to do this, put on this show. Well, he decided to climb up on the stool and etch his initials into the ceiling tile. I hope there was which, a water pipe or something. Well, like that. it created a cloud of dust. <laughs> oh, it just God. went. Everywhere, oh, oh. and this is for radio. Yeah, and they what did it? They were he was performing in there in front of like fifty listeners or whatever. Oh, they got actually, into the okay, performance yeah, studio. Ah, okay, and it was this huge mess. And oh. then he came back a year later. And he did it again. Oh, yeah, it's summer. Uh. Oh gosh! But you, you didn't have to clean it up because you were well, you were off the totem. You're well, on top of the totem. You know, the point, thing right? is, is I refused. <laughs> so I refused. Kids, you don't 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 listen. I, says, to I was and I was you know kind of kind of livid. And my <laughs> boss goes, he's like. I was like, I got this. It's okay. Like, you calm down. I'm going to have to do a Google search. I got to find out who this was. Chainsaw Man, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I should be more specific with these stories. No, but I feel, okay. I feel like the element of mystery adds that much For sure. more of a brain scratch. The guy from Godsmack? It was not oh, okay. Godsmack. Oh, hmm. Wait, it was the, the, the chainsaw guy, the, the band. What's the, what's the name of that band? Chainsaw with the chainsaw Charlie? thing. Yeah, yeah him. <laughs> Oh, Ooh, Jason's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right I, on I know the, what you're talking about. Somebody's yeah. yelling at their device right <laughs> yeah. now. It's such and such. Yeah, it's that rock band with the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, I remember them. They played the broad stop, I think, a few times. Limp Biscuit? Yes, that's it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I think it was Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Too. <laughs> oh, it's on the tip of my tongue to add that. Okay. <sighs> All right. Now you're, now you're here. You're at WIP. You're, you're moving on up. You're moving on up. What are your dreams now? That you you got your dream job and you're kind of oh I want to get this show I want to do this you want certain hours you kind of got some pull yeah I wanted to have a regular show regular talk show in um, your mind what was the show you wanted well I mean you always want to do morning drive mm-hmm. but I you know it was one of those things where it wasn't really coming open anytime soon <laughs> um, but I needed to work on my craft you know you can't just I was. I don't remember what we recorded for what audience sound, but doing this, I was oh, you know, just slightly <laughs> exaggerating. I do have some of those old recordings that are pretty embarrassing. So I would sit in the living room, much to my family's chagrin probably, and I would find a good book that had kind of a good narrative to read out loud. Yeah. And I'd just work on the placement of my voice and I'd do that. So eventually I started doing traffic at our, one of our Waukegan stations. Well, it would be for like three of the different stations. Yeah. And, um, you know, you talk a lot about tapping the brakes and slowing <laughs> up on 94. Uh, but eventually that morphed into being able to fill into the show that was on in the evenings on LIP, which was called The Citizen's Voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, with Terry Florio. Mm-hmm. And uh, Terry did something that at the time I'd never heard of. He did the show from home. Oh. And at the time, we're like, wow. 
Oh, that'll never catch him. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> it was like 2010 or whatever it was. But anyway, Terry ended up having other other situations. He couldn't do the show anymore. So uh, we kind of morphed that five to seven slot into lip-off, June 20th, 2011. Wow. Which is okay, well, data living infamy. We'll jump ahead a little bit on this because I want to talk never to you. Never forget. You worked, I felt so sorry for you. You worked <laughs> such a lousy schedule. You were, at that time, when lip-off started, you were doing mornings from five to eight or nine. Right. Every morning, well, five days a week. And then you come in and do 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Yep. Every night. Were you doing any of that from home, or did you go in? So uh, once, we, once we moved to Gurney in March yeah. of 2020, I did the afternoon part from home, 95%. Okay. Sometimes okay. I flipped it around and would stay home in the morning, but I felt very okay. disconnected. So you had that option. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, now I can... It can do almost anything from anywhere. That's the <laughs> yeah. that's the crazy technology we're developing now. But at the time, um, go in in the morning, and then for a while I was off of mornings, and I was just doing afternoons. And then about twenty January twenty sixteen is mm. when I started doing the crazy mm. thing every day. You were, every pr- day. you were producing happenings Q and A as well. That's that started in two thousand eight, mm-hmm. April fifteenth of oh eight, and I did that for about a year. You know these dates, huh? Oh. Before I was reassigned, it's the history part of it. I guess, I guess. Yeah. Well done. And now full circle. Now you're doing a show with Frank. Now right? Frank and I are doing wow. the show every morning, and I and. Uh, Frank's always good at asking me questions that I would never ask myself. <laughs> so it makes me think, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. he also tell you to look it up on your phone if he doesn't know something? I, you know, I was thinking this morning I should take a screenshot of all the tabs I have open, just the <laughs> randomness of what I'm searching, you know, old TV shows and historical You just tell references. him, Frank, you have a computer in front of you. <laughs> Jackal. Jackal was the band. Yeah, that's oh, right. With the chainsaw. That's what it was, <laughs> yes. And folks at home, I'm not looking my phone or nothing, just popping no, my head. No, yeah, I did. You did. Big and, Jackal fan over here. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that explains the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, let's go. Recently, I mean, a year or two ago, you uh, teamed up with Bill Lawrence for the morning show a little bit. Um, you said he was one of the big inspirations for you. Right. Tell us a little bit how that partnership kind of worked down the air because you guys had great chemistry. We really, really did. did. We had a similar sense of humor. Mm-hmm. We had similar interests except for wrestling. <laughs> you know, but the sense of humor really worked, and so we were play off each other really, really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you kind of know the beat, you know, a little bit, you can kind of just play off each other. And he would never, and I wouldn't really ever run anything past each other. Yeah, ahead of time. So the reaction the best were, way, were right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and uh, it just was. It's you can't you can't force chemistry. Yeah, yeah. right. Like either it's going to happen or it's or it's not. Or sometimes it'll be fits and starts, <laughs> you know. So, so it was just it was there, and it was well. In my experiences with Bill, he seems like an easy person to bounce things off of. He, he seems like someone that if you volley something to him, he's going to knock it out for well, you. Well, he know? always has go to. I don't want to give away too many of his of his secrets, but <laughs> he always says if somebody you know you're at a remote, and you can't hear it, and they're handing off to you, you just say, "Yeah, I guess you could say that." <laughs> <laughs> and then he did it one time, and I almost stumbled over. <laughs> 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 he's like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, I guess, I guess you could." Say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that sounds like a pedism now. I, it sounds Ooh, like, I like that. Yeah, well, see, I think Bill. I think you've Bill, taken that. Bill, if I remember right. Quite, quite, quite <laughs> so you're doing that show with Bill, yep. and then you're doing Lip Off with Dan. And with you Dan. and Dan had fantastic chemistry. Yeah. Did you guys really hate each other? Or did no, you, <laughs> no. I just two different I, personalities I could, that blended so well together? Yeah, I could argue with Dan like he's my brother. <laughs> yeah. All right. And in fact, my brother hates when I point this out. But it <laughs> reminded me of my brother quite a bit, like the way they argue mm-hmm. and the way I could needle them. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and that's what I loved about the show because you you could just tell you're getting under Dan's skin. Like, oh boy, here we go. And some days were more fun than yeah. others. Oh yeah, oh there. yeah. But uh, that, and I, then you know when it was serious and we were on the same page mm-hmm. you know, when we had to be. Um, and I'd never like forced disagreeing with him. If we agreed, we agreed, and mm-hmm. that was the way mm-hmm. the show was going to go. If we didn't, then. The show was going to go that on, way that yeah. day. Then and, it's on, Dave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, sometimes people think, well, that's, a, that's an act, or Dan can't really think that or whatever. I think he did. <laughs> um, but what we were able to parlay that is hopefully into reaction. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Th- that show, was a, it was one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I miss it to this day. I mean, just the chemistry that you guys had. Yep. And, I, yep. and that, that time it was a good time for me to listen. So sure. It was, yep. And all, you know, you get all the crazies calling in. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I love how you would shut these, these people up. Too. <laughs> you're, you're not making any sense. You're stupid here. <laughs> oh, all right. 
yeah, there was a lady one time. So I would do lip off before we could do our high school sports, and I'd be sitting in a gym where everybody's paying attention to the early game, and I'm sitting here doing this talk show. So I'm doing this own thing. And I'm at, I think, Indian Trail, and they're doing senior night. So all these parents and their kids are standing in front of my table holding roses, the very celebratory <laughs> thing. And this woman is being an M at me <laughs> on the air. <laughs> he really didn't say that, and why are you saying he did? <laughs> And I'm going, and I'm trying, now, it's so loud, like, I can kind of raise my voice (laughs) without drawing a scene, but I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like, it was on TV, there's a video and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, So there was always people lived in their own reality, but, you know, that makes it entertaining. Shirley. (laughs) We love Shirley. I gotta ask you this, Irish Ruth, is she really a wackadoodle? Yes. Okay, all right. As doodles. Yeah, that... uh, you know, every once in a while, she would call in and, I, and she would make a point and I'd say, wow, that was a very lucid call from Irish Ruth. And I would have hope for the next time. Did you guys then, just see on the caller ID, oh boy, Irish Yeah, Ruth. you get to learn some of the numbers of the regulars. <laughs> and that bothered Dan more than it bothered me. Like, I would, I figured we're, we're Kenosha's radio station. You're going to get yeah. the local mm-hmm. locals mm-hmm. and they're going to call and that's fine. I'm mm-hmm. not here to be WGN or anything else, you know. Very realistic about what we do and I enjoy what we do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people, oh, Shirley again. Well, yeah, I like Shirley. <laughs> yeah, she's a nice yeah, lady. And, and she wants to be a superstar. She wants <laughs> yes. to be you. But. She probably has more tapes of me talking to her than I have tapes of myself doing anything else. But, um, but yeah, so I, I, I find that they, the listeners enjoy the callers that, you know, mm-hmm. people, they have remembered. They leave an impression. And, the, mm-hmm. and the, list, the, the people who call in then become props on your show yep. yeah. or... or partners or or whatever extras however you want to characterize them so but you kind of have to draw that out sometimes (laughs) and you you know if you just keep it insipid well that's what you're gonna what you're gonna get but i always like to roast shirley because i'd say shirley who's your favorite host on w level (laughs) you're all great (laughs) but who's your least favorite host Uh, because i knew and i'm not gonna tell you but i knew who that was (laughs) and um and it would make her so so (laughs) i know some some days when i hear when she would call lenny's show like geez lenny come on be a little nice to her but you know they play off each other very well as well so now that you're doing just the morning show, do you miss the Calister Collins? Yeah, so so with Lipoff, I never would have given it up. Would have said I want to give this up. I don't think yeah. because I did enjoy the call-in format and it was a little bit more free form. And in the morning, it's boom, one boom, thing boom. after another, and I don't really have time to formulate too many thoughts. Yeah, which on some days is probably good that early in the morning, <laughs> yeah. but not always. Um, so I so I do miss that, but. When it came time to go in a different direction, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to go kicking and screaming either <laughs> right. because the schedule was yeah. was challenging. But, um, but yeah, that's the one difference. I don't, uh, I don't have to you mm-hmm. know, elicit calls. or yeah. And, you know, there are days where it's just a naturally slower call volume, and no matter how long you do it, you kind of feel like, <laughs> Don't you love me anymore? <laughs> what do I do? What do I say? Me? Come on. <laughs> I'll oh. be your friend. <laughs> please call me. Please. please. Call me. So I, I kind of did then get over that. And I, I like listening to announcers or podcasters who do solo shows because there's a way and there's an art to doing that and still being engaging. Mm-hmm. And so, I, so I worked on that. And then you get calls and it's like a bonus. Yeah. And yeah, you know. somebody to play off of. So. So then with all the, you know, recently WFP had a lot of changes and everybody had a lot of hate, (laughs) not a lot of love, but I mean, but things seem to be going very well now with the new schedule. That's what happens in radio, right? Schedules change. People get let go. You know, it happens. That's the business. And they don't, they never know. And it's like, they never know what's coming. Right. I mean, it it happens all the time, you know? Um, So what do you have to say to all the people out there who are kind of questioning this move and all that? So I will say the people who were critical were very public and the people (laughs) who were supportive were very private because I got plenty of messages that said, hey, you know, you guys do a good job. And I remember one very specifically, it was, I think, a former radio guy who said, you know, I was very concerned about the state of WLIP's news back in the day. He says, I don't have that concern anymore. You guys mm-hmm. do a great job. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, I had to try very hard to like focus on the positive feedback. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. push the negative feedback. There are people who don't like change. Right. right? And if I understand like you like a show or a personality 
And losing that is, is difficult. So who it's moved my hard. cheese phenomenon. <laughs> um, what bugged me was the people who know me mm-hmm. and like know the situation. I was like, what? Are you, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. Come on. You know? It's well, I thought bad. funny people are blaming you for the changes too. They're yeah. like, Pete, it's all your fault. You know, it's like, um, mean, no, no, Pete. No, I knew just, about 20 minutes before yeah, yeah. it went down. I mean, was still, not you had in no, the loop. On you had no say in the matter, though. You didn't, you know, I heard no. you fired Lou Rigani, personally. <laughs> you, you were the security that walked them out of the I building. Was, I, was, uh, <laughs> I was out of the building because they, they called me in and they said, this is what's happening, and says, we'd like you to go home for the day. And I said, and come back tomorrow, right? And they're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, because at that point, I mean, you know, you're like, oh, what's going to happen to me? I hear this right. is happening. I mean, you have to look out for yourself and, in that situation. And yeah, and it's one of those where, like, I went home. I actually, like, I had to do something. So I went to the gym. I worked out for an hour or whatever, and I went home, and I'm like, okay, I know it's going to hit the fan. So I called my, <laughs> my parents. I'm like, so you're going to see this. I'm <laughs> saying no, but you hear it from me first. Yeah. So I thought enough to do that. But then I'm like, okay, well, I know that this is going to end by the end of the day, sure enough. Plus, you know, with, with them letting Bill go, who you're doing a show with at the time, right. you obviously have to be very sad about that. But then you're getting, it's your morning show now. So it's a kind of like, I'm happy, but I'm sad. Oh, boy. But that's how the radio business works. It, it is. And it was, it, was, it was a difficult situation just because Bill and I had worked together for so mm-hmm. long. And, you know, when I first started in radio, not everybody was super nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bill always was. Right. You know, I mentioned Duco before because he always was. Mm-hmm. And some people, you know, um, who, 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 it is, who, 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 who wasn't nice? Who wasn't nice? Come I mean, on. the antagonist from the earlier story. Oh, <laughs> he's okay. gone. He's gone. <laughs> I try not to, you know, live in the negativity mm-hmm. too much. Well, that's, that's, that's a point I like to make. You, you don't. You, I mean, when you're on the air, you're always kind of a nice guy. And, but before these recent changes, not everybody on the show, on the radio was like that. Like, you had other people, your fellow peers you worked with that were like, there was like this animosity going that you, your listeners could feel through the airwaves against Lou Rigani. Why did they hate Lou so much? Well, there's always drama that goes on <laughs> behind the scenes and personality clashes. So, and, um, you know, we had, I, I always chose to focus on the good vibes we had going yeah. in mm-hmm. the morning. Nice deflection. And, 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 and that's <laughs> Are you on radio or something? <laughs> Thinking about politics later. No, one no night, I don't want to do that. <laughs> one day I was talking to Lou and he told me what happened, but I was drunk and I forgot it. Yeah, I'm like, come on, <laughs> At you the can't comedy remember club. the story. <laughs> like, he told me, but I can't remember what he said. <laughs> I know we couldn't get it out of Lenny either when he was on the show. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, even like Dan would make the clips and it's just like, I, didn't, I thought that was very unprofessional from like everyone just to be that way against a fellow person that you worked with on the air, you know? Yeah. You can feel whatever you want off the air, but, you know, keep it, keep professional I thought it was the just the rib that you guys were doing. <laughs> well, you know, Pete wasn't involved with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I never really heard Pete say anything. No, so. I try, you know, it's one of those things where um, I just tried to focus on, I know it sounds like another deflection, <laughs> but I really just tried to, try to focus on my work and what I was doing and trying to put on the best product as yeah. possible. Now, I, you know, we're public figures. I'm a public yeah. figure. Lenny is, Bill is, Dan. Well, you know, maybe, maybe say one was if you're not on the air anymore. So if somebody wants to criticize me, and that's all I can speak for, mm-hmm. fine. Now, yeah. Like I said, if it's fair or you don't like my voice, Co- you don't comes like with my the content. Game, right? Hey, you know, people <laughs> are unhappy because I, I, I You're cha- not local enough. Well, I changed things on the morning show. Like I changed the, some, some of the music. I changed what some of the segments were. I didn't change any of the guests. It's your show, baby. So, but I said, you know, these were things that Bill did. They were his creations. Mm-hmm. They were his cleverness. And mm-hmm. go, I go, why would I steal them from Bill? Like they were his right. things. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like out of respect for what he did, I need to create it and make it my own yeah you know and also like if i play you know bill would start out the morning with the garfield goose theme mm-hmm. which was just completely <laughs> to me until i started working with bill and like i had no idea what that is was. that what that was yeah oh, okay and right. and so the equivalent for me because this is i have no connection to it and that's what bill played connection for me would be like i play the mighty Morphin power rangers yeah, yeah. like it's right. a children's show i used to watch yeah. like i'd but but we so, gotta give your own your own taste exactly. your own flavor now to i'm not about show. to play that theme but you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. that would be the equivalent if right. i was to find something i liked as a kid that mm-hmm. had a memorable theme song so i mean this is your dream coming true right wlip mornings it's your show yeah. it's you exactly. six to eight on wlip yeah. 
68, 69. Well, nine well, with Frank. We throw it with Frank and we do a little rebranding. Right, 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 yeah. But uh, the, the, you know, as, as it stands, we call it the WLIP Morning Roundtable. It's like the two of us. Really <laughs> Who came up with that name? I did, because oh, oh. I'm very generic. Oh, <laughs> well, then I said it's a roundtable of topics. See, we're going around with the topics. Okay. Okay. So you can listen to Pete weekday mornings from uh, 5 to 8 on AM 1050 WLIP. At 8, Frank Carmichael joins him for an hour until 9. And then the rest of the day, you listen to Frank Q&A, Happenings q and that what's called? The, yep, uh, Happenings Q&A. Yeah, I think that's the name of the show, <laughs> that's right? The, that's yep. the year of the month. That's yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's um, Lenny Palmer at 2 to 5. Well, they have the, the syndicated program. I was told by my buddy Jeff not to mention that show. Okay, I couldn't. I don't know it anyway. It's just that guy from the Facebook group. Oh, okay. Because I know he'll listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, so, so Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins, they're out of um, now, not Jolie yet, uh, uh, Peoria, I think, or at least one of them is. Okay. And that they started out was, um, as I understand it, with our company, and then they got syndicated. So they're on a whole bunch of alpha media stations. And that's the key with radio shows to get syndicated. Maybe correct? that's what I should have said. What's yes. the future? I'd yes. like to syndicate that. Yeah. Get those checks that's where the, the that's, yeah, that's where the syndicated bucks are. That's but then right. syndicate isn't local, though. That's that's the problem. That's the problem with that show. That right. I, you know, it's not the local thing. But you know, they need something to fill the time. So, so it's live. And and I think one of the things that we we started to lean on too much was well, let's replay our old content. Yeah. And I know that that got very tedious after a while. Trust mm-hmm. me. I had to edit some of it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, whether or not, you know, you agree with a local, whatever mm-hmm. it's live. Yeah. And so we can be on top of when there's a breaking news yep. story and uh, not to stretch this out too much. I guess <laughs> the schedule. But like there was a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to our weekend sports syndicated programming. They're out of LA and they had like an earthquake in the middle of Oh, oh, whoa. And so I'm like, wow, we have live coverage of this on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> right. Didn't get that on the Lenny replay, did you? <laughs> no. Did you? And you know, I always like WIP's music too. I like their music library. The good, good oldies, yep. good oldies tunes. Yeah, good stuff. So I always like that rather than a replay. So I love everything about WIP. Do you? Yes. Okay. What's your favorite show? Um, Happenings Q and A. That's Sorry, Pete. That's right. a good answer. I don't want to get no. fired. Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> Pete in the morning. Come on. <laughs> well, Pete Ra- and Frank. Roundtable discussion with mm. Pete and Frank. Is it? Uh, so is it? Pete and Frank or Frank and Pete? You know, I kind of flip that around back and forth okay. because I don't want to step on any toes. <laughs> you know, All right. That's uh, Pete Sarden. Listen to him on AM 1050 WLIP. If they want to drop you a line, what they can hit you at uh, Pete at WLIP.com. Yeah, so make sure it's Peter, Peter at WLIP.com. The one name I don't use on the air is my email address. <laughs> but if you search Pete WLIP on Facebook or Instagram, uh, those are the two main ones I'm on. The platform formerly known as Twitter. Oh yeah, uh, yeah the X Twitter. Yeah. So you can find me on there. Not as inactive in tweet. Well, old Simpsons clips. I think. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> perfect. Time. So, all right. Well, I think we're going to wrap up our second segment, and we'll be right back with some fun K Town connects and some trivia right after Ooh. this break. Whether you're in the market for a new home or just want to sell the one you have, contact Shannon Franklin of REMAX Newport Elite for all your real estate needs. Shannon will deliver outstanding and honest service to get you what you're looking for at the right price. Shannon knows Kenosha and is excited to help you on your real estate journey. Call her at 262-960-5182 or click that link down in those show notes to learn more. Hey, Jason, do you want even more of K-Town Connects? Oh, my gosh, I sure do. Well, sign on to become a Patreon subscriber by clicking the link at ktownconnects.com. Subscriptions start as low as $2 a month. Whoa, what do I get for that? All kinds of great stuff, like our exclusive It Is What It Is series, where we talk about just about anything, and you get each week's episode early, ad-free, and get this, Jason, completely unedited. Whoa. So you get all the juicy stuff just like this. So we went to go see uh, a concert at the Bradley Center. Uh, Metallica. Ooh. This is circa 2007-2008. However, I had a lot of... Remember you were talking about those expensive beers? Uh-huh. So I pounded a couple of those <laughs> during the opener. And that and an early morning schedule and Ooh. Yeah, some other factors. And um, I, I was like, I'm just going to sit down. You guys you know, nudge me when Metallica gets on the stage. <laughs> so I get, end up feeling the nudge. I go, oh, they, they, they on? Pete, they're done. <laughs> I go, what? <laughs> you mean they're done? <laughs> I says, why did you wake me up? Well, you know. You were so I cute says, sleeping there. He says, the usher did come by to make sure you were alive. I says, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, they cared enough. 
Become a Patreon supporter today by finding the quick link at ktownconnects.com. And we're back from that break. And Pete, what a break that was, huh? That was a great break. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And we're here with Pete. And what time is it now, Donnie? Oh, it's time for our Kenosha Connects. And that's brought to you this week by Frank Steiner. Frank Steiner, located at 508 58th Street, has been a Kenosha icon since 1926. Wow. This classic establishment offers up sassy service and scrumptious breakfast and lunches. Whoa. Try their signature garbage plate. Delicious. Or check their website for their daily specials. They've been mixing up. They have different kinds of garbage plates every day. Yeah, Kevin always has a lot of crazy specials out there. He's got the... uh, Pumpkin pancakes, I think, hmm. are coming. It's October. He's so. my favorite pancake flipper in town. Yes, 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 yes. It, he is our favorite yeah. pancake flipper in town as well. So stop in at Frank's Open seven days a week in beautiful downtown Kenosha. Big fan of Frank's, sir, Pete? No, absolutely. Yeah. Love pancakes, too. Hey. <laughs> so we got some uh, Kenosha questions for you. Okay. Let's kind of get to know you a little bit more, even though we've got to know you quite a bit, but... What is your favorite annual Kenosha event? Favorite annual? Well, Are you getting out more now? Well, yeah. I know what this well, one's going to be. Yeah. Well, I have to say the Mount Carmel Festival, right? Great. I'm the MC of the event. Ah, okay. So, so, but it is actually a great event, and they've done um, quite a bit from what it was, like one tent when I was a kid and a couple of games. And mm-hmm. That is one of my favorite ones yeah. as well. Yeah, they do a good job. Tom Rizzo's the, yeah, the chairman. He's a great man. Um, I like him. And, and he's got a great uh, committee that he works with on that. So, hmm. All right. Living or dead, who's your favorite famous Kenoshan? <laughs> <laughs> My stock answer would be Don Amici, just to be ironic, I think. <laughs> um, Why would that be ironic? Well, because you know it's, it's one of those... He, he didn't necessarily like Kenosha mm, as such, okay. but whereas like an Al Molinero yeah. really, I think, embraced the bean from Kenosha. Yeah, or like so, Orson Welles, who like Orson Welles. was here as a baby and never really came back. Yeah, so. exactly. You know, he went to, you know, four years old and he was gone. I think yeah. he went to Woodstock, as <laughs> I recall. So, so there's that generation. I really, um, I think it's cool, like a guy like Mark Ruffalo, yeah. you know, has had such success, but he'll talk about going to Luigi's as a kid, you know, <laughs> yeah. and having those kind of memories, like you make, make those connections. Because when you grow up, you think of Kenosha as like, eh, who's famous from Kenosha, mm-hmm. you know? And even when you hear a name like Orson Welles or uh, Don Amici or Alan Amici, you go, I don't really know who those people are. Like, yeah, that's yeah. my ignorance. I should have known who those mm-hmm. people are. So it's cool to have those modern day celebrities. And we got a lot of people who maybe aren't exactly household names, but they're doing, doing great things, whether mm-hmm. they're on Broadway or they're in professional sports or whatever the case may be. Yeah, so, I got quite a few athletes recently exactly. that popped out. And, uh, yeah. and then even like behind the scenes and movies, production yep. stuff and things like that. Yeah, Oscar winners. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Great, great. What is your favorite museum in Kenosha? I really like the view from the Civil War Museum. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so just from that, I, and I mean, the museum itself is great. Yeah. But... Like the, the you second can't floor beat, view over there. Say you can't beat it. You can't yeah. beat it. I remember going up there the first time when like the first opened. I think we did a remote from there on a Sunday. I was like, wow. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I told awesome. Peggy Grigorski is the director now. I says, oh, Peggy, that's really. Yeah, did she really get awesome. that? Did she get that role um, fully? Yeah, she did. I, I know she was the intern one for a minute. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to make a big deal about it. Breaking news, breaking <laughs> news. But she's like, I'm the director now, but don't judge Good, me. she should. She deserves so that. So I was like, congratulations. Yeah, when she was just like the intern one, and they were looking for someone else, I didn't like that idea. I'm like, no, she should get it. Yeah. All right, what is something about Kenosha that you would like new residents to know about? Well, I think it kind of goes back to that, that cultural depth that we have here. And you know, people will realize some of the tangible things where you have the lake, where you have the interstate. So you have the economic viability being proximate to Illinois, but not Illinois. But we have a great school system as far as the fine arts go. I'm very much a product of being in choir from sixth grade all the way through high school. Oh, we should have just sing us a song. Um, you know, people, well, again, people say, what do you... Well, sing something, huh? What do you want to hear? You got the national anthem or on eagle's wings? I can do one of the two of them for you. Uh, so, so, but I, re, you know, again, it kind of goes to that people doing great things. People I went to high school with, 
not ever, not all of them were very <laughs> overly successful, but some were. Yeah. And are living the dream and doing it on the big time. So that is that doesn't just happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just something in the water. Yeah, yeah. So I want people to to be aware of that. That there's there's good stuff happening here. Cool, cool. All right, Pete. Which now closed Kenosha business do you wish you could bring back? Wow, that's a really. That's again one of those ones where my mind goes blank because there should probably a, be a hundred things yeah. that that goes in there. Um, you know which one that you guys? I don't even know if he would remember, but where Chapetta Shoes is now, mm-hmm. that building Omega was Omega. Yes. All right, and I don't even know if it was open that long or how good the food actually was. But as a kid, I was like, "Wow, this is really great!" <laughs> and it was just like some big building. Yeah, like, and it was like it had hamburgers this, there. Yeah, yeah, it had like this Greek, almost Greek mm-hmm. mytho- mythological setting to yeah, it. And yeah. I, I kind of miss that. Um, I'm sure yeah. there's a better, more long-standing. No, that's, one. I don't think we've heard that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, that's a yeah. first for you. But here. I think about that when going by. I think maybe someone brought that up. I think after 100 and some episodes, I think one person did. I can't remember who, but yes, Pete. Ah, it was your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to think of a dozen more tonight as a yeah, line of yeah, yeah. Turn it all. Said the that. most popular answer is the drive-in. Well, that and you know, my uncle Jim was the manager there for a lot of years, mm. so I have a lot of connection. My brother worked there for for a few years. Oh, so. wow. A lot of connections that place. My uncle Jim got his picture in the newspaper, I think, more than once when they did stories on on the Kino Drive-In. Very cool. So, all right, favorite pizza place in Kenosha. So this week, I, yeah, I, mean, I know this changes, but right, right. I mean, we're sitting in Luigi's, yeah. so I have to, I have to say, I mean, that was a go-to for. Still, it still really is. I know they're my sponsors, so you expect me to say Tenuta's restaurant. Ah, yes. Well, but the, it really is. It well, really is good pizza. Yeah, Dan does great work at yes, Tenuta's as well. He's absolutely. a great guy, too. So, and then I have cousins that own Ruffalo's, so I think I have to plug Ruffalo's. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Playing to the sponsors. Yeah, that's right. It's funny. I, I still think of Tenuta's Pizzeria as being like this new place, and they've been there for like 25, 30 years. Yeah, yep. But it's like, oh, they're, they're the new spot in town. And they won't last. It's Tenuta's Deli, you know? They won't. <laughs> I have been in there waiting for my order before. Willis say, now you know where the Tenuta is on 60? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, not 52nd. Yeah. <laughs> they have some great egg fl- uh, eggplant fries there, by the way. They do. I oh, mean, it's... There's everything there is yeah, good. Yeah, something to be said for homemade. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. You should just go into the whole spiel, the whole commercial. <laughs> you know they have a catering menu, Donnie. <laughs> when you have a lot of people and not a lot of time to cook. Okay, they're not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pete, honest question. When's the last time you rode the streetcar? I've never rode the streetcar. Oh, oh streetcar once? Yes. Wow. Wow. I know. I know. Well, it happens. That's breaking news right there. Yeah. You're going to be canceled. <laughs> I'm Kenosha canceled. How about this one? When's, Again. <laughs> when's the last time you put your feet in Lake Michigan? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Mm. Maybe involuntarily when I was out on somebody's uh, very small boat on a very <laughs> choppy day. Okay, we should right. have. We couldn't even make it out of the harbor. So. <laughs> it was just probably good. <laughs> Get out in the open water. <laughs> All right. What is one thing you would change about Kenosha? Uh, I would. I would change the Nosha mentality that is is now skipping to a new generation. I'm afraid and. Um, and, and I'm not saying you have to like every project that comes down. Mm-hmm. I have to like the kin or the downtown. But it's sort of the, well, what would you do instead mm-hmm. question. I mean, will you just let these places lay fallow for, for decades? Correct. Because you can't, you don't think the government can do two things at once. So I, I really, it's sort of, you asked me about the streetcar. Mm-hmm. And when the streetcar expansion was squashed, it was sort of like, okay, and the older folks didn't want to spend them. And now when I look at something like the kin, I'm seeing some of the younger people going, well, it's gentrification. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're getting in bed with capitalists. <laughs> no, you government and capitalists, you don't say. <laughs> wow. But like, really, what is the alternative? What would you like to do then? Yeah. You know? So I'm, it's sort of that mentality that, well, you can't do X, Y, or Z because you just can't. I don't yeah. like it. Well, yeah, I, I got into it with one person on, online, a friend of mine, just a little debate, but he was calling it gentrification, the yeah. whole uh, Kenosha Innovation Neighborhood Project. I was like, well, what do you want to go there? you want nothing to go there? you want to just sit empty? Do you, what do you want? Well, like a grocery store or something. I was like, we have an empty grocery store like three blocks away from there. Exactly. Just, uh, yeah, someone can move in there. That's great. I'd love to see that too, but uh, well, and, we see something else. Come and on. And you're putting one in with that, with that development on the, it's like the one thing that doesn't have a catchy 
development. But the one in the, along 22nd Avenue, mm. the new building, it's going to have a smaller grocery store, which I think will serve the purposes nicely. But if you want to elevate the neighborhoods and help the people who are living there, you got to give them something, some kind of economic will to turn. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, you can't just drain all the jobs out of there and say, gee, I wonder why there's so much poverty. And why, <laughs> can't, why is there crime? What, why? I don't yeah. understand. Well, you know, mm-hmm. give people something to hope for and something to work for. I think that know? pick and save location is a perfect spot for an Aldi's. There you go. If they w- would be willing. So. And last question for you, Pete. Big star or the spot? Big star. Ooh. I'm a north side guy. North side guy. Yep. Yeah. Not that there wasn't a north side spot back in the day. True. So what big star is going for it is scarcity. Mm-hmm. Right? Not to put on my Adam Smith economics hat for you here, because I'm not. But when you go out of business, essentially, for six months out of the year... You're building it up. Building it up. And then you open it up on one of the coldest days of the year. <laughs> and you give crazy. people that little taste of summer. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to wait out on Washington Road for an hour to, <laughs> to go get this. And it's, you know, generally good food. Yeah. Right? I don't eat that much of that stuff anymore. I go once or twice a season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't... My old big star order was... It was the half pounder with everything, and then two sides, a corn dog and a beverage. Oh yeah, that's yeah. A, that's, that's, that was a, that's a lot the of pudgy, again the pudgy Pete days. I made some decisions I couldn't yeah, yeah. physically do anymore. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's the tradition going way back. One of my dad's favorite places. Oh, it's so. a great place. The banana yeah. shakes. Yes, are... I love the banana shakes there. You look like a banana shake today. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Very appealing. Uh, ooh, I like that one. Ooh, all right, and that was the Kenosha Connects, and that was brought to you by Frank's Diner. That's right, and now it's trivia time. That's brought to you by the Lettering Machine. Lettering Machine is located in downtown Kenosha at 725 50th Street. And, Pete, they can customize almost anything. Gifts, uniforms, school apparel, office attire, accessories, you name it. Also check out their online novelty shop at LetteringMachine.com. They have some awesome ready-made designs ready to go. Wow. We got ready in there twice again. That's bad hey, copy. Well, you know what? You know why? Because Tina and ready Dave are always ready. ready. They're always ready that's, to that's go. That's bad copy, Donnie. Well, it's been going on for 112 episodes. So. Poor copy. I'm... Now you got my brain working on how I would rework the copy. <laughs> See, you can't take the radio guy out. <laughs> so we got some trivia here with uh, Donnie against Pete. Oh. And um, I don't. I didn't come up with any kind of radio trivia or anything like that, oh, which I, I could okay. have. But instead, we're going to play this game called... Uh, the best pancake flipper in town trivia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's the best pancake flipper in town? No, we're going to... I'm going to give you a, a selection. You get who am I, where am I, or what am I? Oh. And I'm going to give you a few clues, and you have to guess who this person is. Okay. Or right. this right. thing is, or this place is. Good luck, Pete. So yeah, it's going to be... to be three Do questions. <laughs> so, Donnie, you're going to start. Okay. You want who, where, or what? Who? Donnie, mm-hmm. I am a TV sitcom character. My parents live close by and interfere my family life. I live on Long Island. Who am I? Uh, Too late. Out of time. Raymond. Everyone loves Raymond. I've never seen that f***ing show. <laughs> Come so. on. Monday nights in the early 2000s. Yeah. At 8 p.m. Pete, who, where, or what? Oh, I'll go with what. <laughs> what? All right. Pete, I am an inspe- insect. There may be 90,000 species of me. The painted lady and monarch are other species. When I was younger, I was a caterpillar. What am I with the initial B? <laughs> Donnie's like, come on, man. How come he gets a butterfly? Hey, ding, ding, ding. Nobody yeah. ever suspects the butterfly. <laughs> hey, we got a Simpsons quote in there from Pete. Thank you very much. You got it. Should we do another one? Yeah. Okay. Pete or Donnie, who, where, or what? What? Donnie, mm-hmm. I am invisible. Mm. I can make people laugh. Mm-hmm. My medicinal properties were discovered in 1798. I can be dangerous. What am I? A fart? No, that is laughing gas. Ah, close. <laughs> what did close. people think it was before 1798? <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's just a kid. He does that once in a while. All right, Pete, for the win. Who, where, or what? Oh, let's go where. Where. All right. Pete, I'm an island in the United States. Steven Spielberg filmed Jaws here. 
I am near Cape Cod. I am named after a woman and part of a winery. <laughs> Where am I? Martha's Vineyard. You got uh, it. And Pete I've wins. actually been to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, oh see? He's cheating already, huh? Yeah. All right. What does he win there, Donnie? Pete, you win a K-Town Canucks t-shirt courtesy Woo-hoo. of the Letter Machine. We'll get you looking all Get rid of that nasty fancy. to be alive t-shirt. Yeah. Hey, these are collector's <laughs> items. I get, I've got like three in my whole career. <laughs> it was 20 years. Mm. Well, Pete. That was so much fun. Yeah, guys. Thank you for great. joining us. Finally, finally, you're, you have the nights <laughs> off where you can come and join us here. Uh, that's right. It's kind of cool to have the flexibility to not have to do radio to come and do podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. And not that's get paid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm in radio. So I'm like, oh, that's true. <laughs> okay, that's once again, listen to Pete Mornings on WLIP AM 1050. You can listen to him online at WLIP.com. Uh, you can see on any of those radio streaming services, like iHeartRadio has them, things like mm-hmm. that. Let's do it on there. And don't miss Pete. He's a, he's a radio god. There. Radio <laughs> god. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Be floating out of here. <laughs> and speaking of multimedia, you can also look for this episode and many other episodes of the K-Town Connects podcast on Spectrum Channel 14 Whoa. and the Kenosha Community Media Streaming Channel on your Roku device. They're every Wednesday at 11 a.m. and Sundays at 5 p.m. Look, Mom, I'm on TV. So instead of watching us at your leisure on YouTube or listening to us at your leisure, whatever you want, you can tune in at the exact certain time. Yep. And, and like, who knows what episode will air. And listen to this random episode. Yeah, it's, it's appointment viewing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to follow the K-Talk Next podcast on all your social media outlets, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Drop us a review on Facebook or on your favorite podcast provider and help us spread the word about... The number one local podcast, Wait, the Kate Tonkin X podcast. So it's at number one. Where, where'd you see this ranking? Uh, Pete was telling me it was a, it was right above WLIP in the ratings. <laughs> or neck and neck. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the best of Kenosha doesn't have. I think best of Kenosha that Kenosha News does should have a best local podcast. Yes. Because tons of people do podcasts, even not locally orientated, but they do sure. their own podcast. Right. Best radio personality, things right. like that. They I have like no it. kind of like multimedia section in there. It's I all know. because businesses. we're not going to spend any money with them to win the vote. <laughs> right. It's radio and podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even like favorite local band, maybe things like that. Yeah. A little more, yeah. Get, get a little more local. Yeah. Band, spoken word, or podcast. Yes. There we go. There we go. We need our own Grammy. Yes. <laughs> so this episode is brought to you by our Patreon subscriber of the week, and that is. Stephanie Grimes. Oh my God, the lovely Stephanie Grimes. Thank you so much for all I, your I support. I, I know her very well. She's <laughs> very beautiful and very, very awesome. <laughs> I was trying to watch what I was saying there. <laughs> I was going for talent. I love you, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> and we also thank all of our sponsors, including Lucci's Grandview. Frank's Diner. Wink Beauty Boutique. Hide and Cheese. Shannon Franklin, the Remax Realty. Uh, Union Park Tavern. Roar, Gary Schneeberger at WeRoar.LA. And Aaron Hunzinger from AH Did It. Public Craft Brewing Company. And of course, Luigi's Pizza Kit. <laughs> Thank you all much. We could not do it without you. Well, we could. We just wouldn't have any money to promote anything. But thank you so much. Yes. We appreciate it. Pete, thank you once thank again you guys. for joining it's been us. A lot thank of you. Fun. Yeah. Well, we did it. We did it, Donnie. We're almost done with season five. Eight more episodes to go. You're just counting them down, right? Aren't you? I, you am. <laughs> I am. I <laughs> am. What are we doing here? Uh, we are connecting Kenosha. Yeah.